I want everybody to eat. And maybe that's just me being a good ass person, but I want everybody to eat, whether you're in my life or not. You don't gotta sit at my table to eat. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode five of Just Say the Podcast. First of all, I leave to Atlanta next week. A very excited. Okay. Um, I have a lot planned. Like I've been telling y'all for weeks. Okay. I'm just really, I'm just really ready to just get out of here. You know, I'm super tired today. Okay. I went to work today. Super shitty day. Um, working at the gym is terrible, okay? I'm gonna just tell y'all that right now. It's not fun. Don't do it to yourself. Anyway, school is about to end for me because I didn't realize like my courses were eight-week courses instead of full semester courses. So my my shit ends March 22nd, which is very, very good. Um, can't wait to just get my statistics class over with and just be done with that shit. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Yeah, I'm, I can't wait for it to be over so I can also stack my bread, um, really focus on my podcast, take that to the next level, and just do have time to really do my podcast full time, you know, and not just have to worry about school on top of that. Because worrying about school, work, podcast, all that shit is just so stressful, to be honest, and it gets really, really tiring. So being able to eliminate one of those things off of my plate for a little while will be really beneficial and will be really good for me. So I'm very excited for that. Um... Okay, so this week, I'm kind of going to be like all over the place. Last week's episode, okay, got a lot of love. Y'all fucked with that one. I loved that episode. Like, Girl Know Your Worth, that was an amazing episode. I think I really covered all the bases. I really talked about a lot of stuff and I got really into depth on heartbreak and like just loving yourself as a woman and how to navigate relationships as a woman, especially when they end. So I think that was a really, really good episode. And I don't know how I'm going to ever top that episode, but that might be my favorite one from this season so far for real. Cause that one was really, really good. I listened to that shit like three times at work and you guys loved it. I got a lot of positive feedback about it. So I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, this episode, I'm just going to talk about a lot of shit because I'll show you all my notes. Again, if you're just listening to the audio, I'm sorry, but tune into my YouTube and you'll see what the fuck I'll be talking about. Yeah, I have a lot of things that I want to talk. It's kind of, they kind of all tied together, but technically there's just so many different things that I just want to get out, you know? So first thing I have is being prepared when you're already doubted. By that, I mean, sometimes like, Sometimes life will give you your biggest opportunities when you least expect it and when you're least prepared for it. I think that's why it's important to always be prepared for everything that you do or try to be. Um, last time I went to Atlanta, my uncle, who he doesn't even know that I'm coming this time, so I'm just gonna like pop up at his house and like super surprise him, and I'm so excited for that. But he said something to me, and he was like, "Yo, proper preparation prevents poor performance," and that shit stuck with me because it's like. That's so true. If you're 
if you're kind of, you know, adequately prepared for something, it's less likely that you're going to fail. Because if you're not prepared, you're definitely going to fail at it because you don't know, you, you weren't prepared for what you were about to endure. So if you prepare yourself for something properly and effectively and as best as you can, your performance is likely to be 10 times better. And I think that's what this trip has taught me because honestly, last time I went to Atlanta, it was in around August of last year. Super unprepared, super just went with it. Like I was like, fuck it, this is my turn. first time traveling by myself or my business. I'm gonna just fuck it and do it. A whole lot of shit went wrong. I was ready to be like, fuck it, I'm gonna cancel all this shit and not do it. But I think everything that went wrong really made me realize like, okay, next time I got to be better prepared and I got to, I can't just throw in the towel when shit gets rough. Like shit is always going to get rough. So it's like you, when shit is getting hard for you, that's when you got to put your, your shit in overdrive and make shit worth your while. Like that's why this trip, I'm hella excited because I've done this before. I'm, I'm quick to jump on a flight by myself if it means chasing my dreams and getting my voice out there and going to a place that I love like Atlanta I'm quick to get on a flight so this trip I'm excited because it's like I I, I literally strategically have planned this trip so well to because I don't want to repeat the same mistakes that I made last time I don't want the same hiccups to happen and it's like damn I went through this before nah I learned from what I went through last time and now I'm gonna apply that to this trip now and make this trip the best trip ever because one I deserve that and two my business deserves that and like I said proper preparation prevents poor performance really so Definitely think that's one of the main reasons why I'm super excited to go away on this trip because I know that I've put in the proper preparation for it. And like, there's nothing that, like, if things fall through or if things don't work out, it's never a loss. You got to take shit for what it is and just apply that lessons that you're learning to your next shit. Like, it's everything you need to learn from everything. And I think that's another, that's something that I'm learning now in my life is that Everything that you're learning, every lesson that you are forced to learn in your life, you're being forced to learn that shit so you can apply it to your life and apply it to the person that you are so you can be better so that that shit can never happen again. You know what I'm saying? So definitely think being prepared for things is very important, especially when you're doubted. Because if people expect for you to fail and they're preying on your downfall, you got to come 10 times harder to show them that, nah, I'm not... I'm not a regular, I'm not a regular bitch. Like I'm going to do this shit because I know you're doubting me and it's going to go 10 times harder just because you are, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely think that try your hardest to be prepared for everything. Okay. It doesn't matter if shit comes at you left field, make sure you do everything that you can do to be prepared for the things that happen to you. Also, I wanted to talk about the money can't buy happiness, um, phrase, Somebody said that to me recently and it kind of, I was looking at them like, I personally feel like, and this is going to sound very, um, I don't actually, I don't give a fuck how it sounds like. I personally feel like a white person came up with that phrase because when you don't come from money and when you have never touched the amount of money that you dream of touching and you finally do, that shit gives you a certain level of happiness. And I know, I understand why they say that because, you know, if you got all the money in the world and your your mental and your life isn't right, of course you're not going to be happy. But essentially money money makes me pretty happy. When I get that direct deposit every Friday, baby girl, I'll be happy as a motherfucker. Okay? So I just, that's false. That's cap. Okay? But I see why they say that because when you're 
when everything else around you isn't right, that money isn't gonna gonna do anything for you, which is very true. But if I have the money and the means to provide a great life for myself and provide the life that I've always said I wanted to build for myself and my family, I'm happy. I'm pretty fucking happy. So yeah. I don't know why I decided to talk about that. Whatever. I don't know why I wrote it down, but whatever. Also, I want to talk about the company you keep. I have one of my one of my idols is the creator of Milano, the brand. It's a it's a beautiful black woman who created this brand by herself. And I have one of her jackets and on the I love her brand because she's she's powerful with what she says, like her when she makes clothing, she puts statement pieces on it. I love statement pieces. I love clothing that says important phrases. I love clothing that says statements. So with her, she knows what she's, she believes in and she's going to stand on that shit no matter what. One of, her fa- one of her most popular phrases that she puts on a lot of her clothing is bad company corrupts good morals. And that is so true because the company you keep directly reflects on you. You ever heard of birds of a feather flock together? That's exactly the same concept. Like, if you hang around 10, 10 people who's getting money and on their shit, that's going to motivate you to want to get your money and you're going to be the 11th person. If you're around 10 people who's not doing nothing, bum, sitting home all day, that's going to that's gonna kill your drive to want to do anything bigger than your life because you're around these 10 bums, these 10 leeches who just mooching off each other and you're just going to fall into that environment. The people that you surround yourself with is extremely important because you got to surround yourself with like-minded people. You got to surround yourself with people that have the same drive as you or else that friendship is not going to work. I talked about this on a couple couple episodes ago. I had a friend. I call her the leech. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was never going to work because like you can't have one friend who's super intelligent, super about her shit and super on her pathway to be better and you and have a friend that's just comfortable being stagnant, comfortable where she's at in her life, which really is not bringing in no money, not bringing in, not making no, not making no moves in it. You're not making no waves. You, it's, it's not going to work because one friend's going to take off and the other one's going to stay there. Nah, bro. Surround yourself with people that you love, that people, people that give you the same love that you give out to them, that chase your dream, that chase their dreams just like you do. And that, you know, make you feel like you can elevate with these people. Like I had somebody say to me before, like, yo, when you surround yourself with people like you talking about me, you elevate, like your mindset is different. Like you're on your shit, you're going to school, you chasing your bag. Like that motivates people around you to want to do the same shit. Never do I, I never, my goal was never to be like an inspiration to people that I fuck with. Nah, I just fuck with you because I'm, I'm, I'm your friend. I'm cool with you. But the fact that people look at me like that is hella cool. Cause like, that's all I, I feel like you can't be in my life if you're not trying to progress, if you're not trying to elevate to the next level, because I'm not somebody that's going to stay stagnant. I've done amazing things in my life, literally, like literally. And it was all from me learning from my mistakes and progressing as a person. So I have no respect for people that just enjoy staying stagnant and like living in there, wherever the fuck they're comfortable at right now. I have no respect for that because I, I've never been that. I've been elevating every single year, every Every month, every day on this earth that I have, I'm elevating. Literally. My mindset, the things that I'm doing, I'm it's a constant elevation for me. And I feel like I gotta be around people who are just like that. And I'm blessed and thank God that my friend group and my family is like that because 
I have the perfect circle. I have the perfect environment around me that supports my dreams just like they're theirs and vice versa. So I think that's that's just how I want my connections to be. I'm, I feel like I'm the type of person. I want my connections to be nothing but supportive, nothing but positive energy. I, I don't want to be, if I'm in your life, I don't ever want to be a negative force because that's just, what's the point of having negative ass energy in your life from a person that you care about? Nah, that person doesn't need to be in your life then if they're just bringing you negativity. I want to be nothing but positive. I don't care if I was in your life for a month, a year, for as long as we can remember, I don't care. I want it I want it to be a positive experience every time because I'm a positive person. I'm trying to be a positive person. I'm trying to be a better wholesome person, you know what I'm saying? So if I'm in your life, I'm trying my hardest to make that shit a positive experience because I don't want ever I don't really want people to look back like, "Oh, I used to know her. She was she was a negative ass person." Nah. That's not really like now present day in my life. That's not really what I want my life to be about. That's not really what I want people to describe me as because that's not cool. That's not cool. Like I want somebody, I want people to talk about me like, yo, she was mad cool to me, mad positive. Chase, like I keep saying chase my dreams. She like pushed my dreams because like she fucked with me. Like that's how I want people to describe me. Not like, oh, she was negative. Oh, nah, like, nah, bro. <laughs> and if I'm a negative influence in your life and you feel like your life is better without me in it, please cut me off. Because, listen, I don't even want that for you or for me. Because that's just whack. Also, I think because of, like, my past trauma, that makes me want to be that kind of person. Like, your past trauma kind of, it makes you tough. It makes you strong, you know? But I think I want to use that trauma and toughness and bullshit that I've been through to make me a more solid woman, to make me a more relatable woman, to make me a more compassionate woman, to make me a more a better woman overall. Like that I don't regret nothing that I've been through in my life. I literally said this to myself yesterday. I don't regret anything that I've been through in my life because if good or bad, like if it was bad, I promise you I've healed from it. So it is what it is. But I don't regret nothing in my life because I'm truly living for me. My life wasn't always like that. I, I didn't always have that, oh, let me live for me. Let me live things, live this life to the fullest mentality. I didn't always have that. So now that I'm here and I'm happy and I'm healthy, yeah, I'm really living. Like I think, I think I learned what it means to really live as I got, once I hit my 20s or once I hit 21, really. So that's not that far. That's not that recent. I mean, that's not that um, long. I'm 21 right now. I'm about to turn 22 in like a month. So I'm still learning, but I definitely, I know what it means to live now. So I'm not really trying to take that opportunity from nobody or I'm not trying to, I don't know. But I do want to read you guys um, something that I wrote. I wrote this a while back, actually. And I just recently found it again and I was like, wow, this is so cool to like reading. I'm a writer. I told you guys that when I first started this shit, I love to write. I could write the most brilliant shit ever in two seconds. I could literally write my ass off and I it's, it's literally a natural talent. I don't got to put too much effort into it. None of that. So when I read my writings over, first of all, if I send them to my friends or if I post them on Instagram, they get mad love. Okay. Everybody's like, yo, you're so dope. You're so good. When you read it back yourself, 
it's like, wow, like my mindset has changed so much since this and it's beautiful to see your growth. So let me read it for y'all. It says, there's ultimately one goal in life. The ultimate goal in life is to live, not just to go through life every day and actually do the dictionary definition of the word live, which is simply to remain alive, but to live. When I say to live, I mean live out every single one of your dreams. Follow your heart with with any and every decision. Work hard so work hard for everything that you want and enjoy doing so. To completely provide yourself and your heart with the life that you've always wanted. All while enjoying every second of your life and essentially living. Along your journey of living, many things transpire. You will face death. You will face betrayal. You will face heartbreak. You will encounter negativity. None of these negative things come when you expect them to, making them always harder to deal with. But you must know that after all the negative that transpires, you will always get to the positive. You will seek happiness. You will find love with a partner or even with yourself. You will be okay. You will reach positive. Ride it out until you finally get, until you finally see it. But while you're on that ride, always remember to be happy, to love yourself and those around you, and to live. Always remember to live. That is fucking beautiful. That sounds like a fucking poetry book poem. And it's written by me. Like, that was so beautiful. Even while I was reading it back to you guys, it's just like, damn, like, this is so deep. This is so, it's so deep, but it's so simple. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why I love my writing because I could hit you. I could pull at your heartstrings a little bit all by saying the simplest thing. It's just about wordplay. It's about just like articulating your words correctly enough to where the message is, the message is clear. You know what I'm saying? And it's not too hard to read. It's not nothing crazy. The message is extremely clear, but it's so simple. I don't know. But yeah, written by me. I'm going to write a book one day, y'all. Don't even worry about that. Um, I'm, I'm planning to write two books in my lifetime. So that's definitely something that I really, really think I would succeed with. And my friends have all told me the same thing. And I think I'm trying to get every bag that I possibly can in my life. And that one, I already know, I would do numbers in. So soon, one day soon, you will see me in a bookstore near you on the shelf with a bright ass orange cover. And that's how you're going to know it's me. I'm not going to change that design. I promise you the, the cover will be extremely bright and orange. And that's how you will know. Anyways. Unfortunately for anyone doubting me, I'm only going to get sexier, much smarter, and much richer. And much more emotionally intelligent. So if you're doubting me, I suggest you stop before you're extremely disappointed. <laughs> extremely. <laughs> okay, so yeah, don't doubt me, bitch. What else do I want to talk about? Okay, this is another thing I want to talk about because I realized this. So lately, past three weeks I've been doing this and it's completely changed my how the weeks go for me. So usually on Sunday, well, I, I use the weekends as like my chill time anyway because I work Monday through Friday. So Sunday, usually I, I'm in bed all day on Sunday. Usually, pretty 94% of the time I'm in bed. Chilling, doing homework, just cleaning my room, doing whatever, self-care, yeah. And then Monday comes. Everybody hates Mondays. We all dread Mondays. So I was like, how can I think of a way or how can I change my mindset to where Mondays don't seem that bad? So this is what I decided. 
Mondays and Tuesdays, I get off at, got off work at 1 o'clock. I work 6 to 2, Monday through Friday. But Mondays and Tuesdays, I get off at 1 because of school. So I was like, what if, right? And I usually like to go to the gym because I work at the gym. So I usually like to stay and work out and then go home, do my homework, record, do whatever I got to do. So I was like, okay, what if Mondays I use as my me day every week? Go to work, get off at one, go home, take a nap or chill in bed all day. Don't touch my homework. None of that. Every, all the homework that I need that is due on Monday, I make sure I start it or do it on Sunday so that I just have to submit it or reread it or finish it on Monday, right? Take me a nice nap. Wake up at like maybe six o'clock, seven o'clock, finish whatever homework or whatever business I have to do. Mind you, still chilling, still in bed, okay? I'll get up, take a shower, eat dinner, go right back to chilling in bed. When I tell you I wake up, on Tuesday and I'm like okay now we can get to work because I gave myself that day mind you it's not an unproductive day because I still go to work I'm still working okay I'm just going home and I'm just like like I'm gonna take a nap I'll lay in bed I put my pjs on like I full out act like it's a Sunday part two I just went to work that morning you know what I'm saying and I realized when you change your mindset about something like we always say oh we hate Mondays Mondays is the worst start of the week it's the worst day of the week if you change your mindset or uh, change your routine in your life to make it not so shitty your week goes by smoothly your week is amazing I'm telling you changing your mindset about certain shit will completely change your perspective of it Mondays are not that bad because I know when I'm at work I know I'm going to go home and take a nap. I'm going to go home chill. I'm not going to do no work. I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to chill. That's a little treat for myself every week. And it's at the start of the week. So it's like, I'm not rushing around. You know how Mondays this feels like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make sure everything is in order for my week. No, that's what my Sundays are for really. Cause Sundays I usually like plan out what I'm going to do for the week, plan out my episode for the week. You know, I do all that shit. So Mondays, there's not so much pressure for me. And I fuck with that. I love that. That is so good. I've been doing it for three weeks. And it has completely changed how I feel about Mondays. Because don't get me wrong. I'll wake up in the morning about to go to work. And it's like, damn, I'm tired. I don't feel like it. I hate today. I don't want to do nothing. But in the back of my mind, I know, girl, it's okay. You're going to go get you a bag real quick. Okay. And then you're going to come home and you're going to chill. You're going to get right back in the bed. So don't even stress about it. It makes the day go by so much faster, okay? Because I know what I'm looking forward to when I get home. Nothing, and I'm, it's not homework. It's not podcast work. It's literally my bed. Try it. If you have the ability to change your schedule to where you can do that, do it. I'm telling you, it'll make so much of a greater difference, and you won't even realize it until you're like weeks into it. This is like my third week of doing that. I love it. I'm never, like if I, boy, uh, Mondays are my shit, Okay. Cause they're not that bad no more. Cause that, realistically, once we get past Monday, the week is already going. So like, once if I do that on Mondays, right, and then I wake up on Tuesday and I go and I'm you know getting out of work or whatever, it's already Tuesday. So my week is already rolling. So now I just gotta get through Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we be Gucci. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about how you think about things. Like, and I was telling my coworker that too. Like what I started doing, and he was like, "Yo, that's so smart. Like you're dead ass right. Like your mindset is everything." 
Don't say I didn't teach you nothing. <laughs> Don't say I didn't teach you nothing. Black History Month is over. Today is March 2nd. Yesterday was March 1st. Um, I think I say this to you guys every single time a new month starts, but definitely this month smells like money, manifestation, and memories. So manifest as much as you can. Manifest as much as you can. Try to put yourself in a positive mode. You know, this is chapter three of 12. This is month three of the year. So, you know, allow yourself to really think yesterday. Yesterday I was laying in bed and I was just like, damn, I want to get out the house. Damn, I, I don't want to I don't want to do anything. I just want to get out the house. Bro, I literally took myself on a drive and was completely manifesting the entire time. Talking about what I wanted, what I wanted for my trip coming up, how I wanted things to go, how I want my family to be doing. You know what I'm saying? Like straight manifesting, straight speaking things to, into existence. And I came home and I felt so much better. And I, the fact that I, I think the fact that I did it on March 1st is what made me feel so good because it was just like, okay, like we can do this. Like, let's just speak things into existence. Let's give ourselves a clean slate for the month and let's just go. Let's just do it. And it really helped me feel better yesterday because I was really feeling down in the dumps for no reason because I was in bed anyway. And what's today? Wednesday? Oh yeah. So this week I cheated. I did Monday and Tuesday of doing nothing. So today I'm really stressed out, but it's okay. Um... No worries. No worries. Yesterday was a good day. But yeah, Black History Month is over. And I feel like Black History Month didn't get enough recognition or enough shine as it should have this year because there was just, there's so much going on in the media. Like the pandemic, the shit that's going on in Ukraine. It's just too much. And it's like, I feel so bad because we didn't get the proper Black History Month that we deserved. But the world is just in disarray right now. And it's like, it's crazy because it's just like, it's everywhere. Everywhere is going through something. Like, thank God though. Thank God. I will thank you God because like coronavirus is kind of chilling the fuck out. Our numbers in New York are dropping. I just heard that on the news today. Um, they're lifting the vaccine mandate in the city for restaurants and all that shit, which is amazing. We're slowly doing good you know with the pandemic it's slowly chilling the fuck out again and i hope it stays like that because bro this has been two years in the whole fucking global pandemic that is so crazy i have never in my life experienced nothing like this i could tell my grandchildren about this like this is this is not this doesn't happen in many people's lifetime okay like this is craziness but whatever i also wanted about black history month i also saw a picture it was like it was a picture of a bus and there were four seats. Three seats were blue, one seat was yellow, and on the yellow seat it said in honor of Rosa Parks. Then I had remembered this quote that I heard from Malcolm X. And I just wrote it had to write it down because I wanted to tell you guys about it because I feel like it's so true. And I think Malcolm X was one of the smartest. This I have an obsession. Obsession with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. Because I just think they were so smart. They were so, they were everything we, and when I say we, I mean the world. They're, they were everything we needed at the time that they were, you know, doing what they were doing. Like that we needed a Malcolm X, we needed a Martin Luther King Jr. in this world. And it's unfortunate that they're not, I wish, I low-key wish that they were around today. 
But then again, I don't because times are so different now. Like racism is so, racism is always going to be relevant. That's number one. Let's not sit here and be blind to the fact that things have changed when they haven't. Racism is always going to be a prominent issue for black people in America. Always. And I really feel like this day and age, they would have caused an uproar. So I kind of feel like I wish they could have been here to just, you know, straighten some shit out. But then again, it's just like, I think they really did what they needed to do when they were here, you know? So I love them. Anyway, that was a sidebar. But the quote says, now remember the bus seats, okay? In honor of Rosa Parks, the yellow seat, what I just said. The white man will try to satisfy us with symbolic victories rather than economic equity and real justice. Then that makes me think of all the Martin Luther King statues around the world, all the Malcolm X statues around the world, all the streets that they've named after African-American people. Now, don't get me wrong. Honorary things like that are important. That's good. I I told y'all I chose to go to my college that I got my undergraduate degree from because there was a Martin Luther King statue there. Okay, not because, not solely because, but that was one of the things that really swayed me. But that's so true. They'll try to give us like a little, oh, well, here you go. You got a street named after y'all, Black Lives Matter Avenue. Oh, here you go. You got a bus seat named after Rosa Parks, painted yellow. What the fuck does that do for us? That doesn't take away the millions of years of, of oppression. That doesn't take away the fact that our ancestors were slaves. That takes away nothing. That does nothing. Like he said, they'll do everything but give us economic equity and real justice. I just had to throw that little black history fact in there for you because I definitely feel like Black History Month was not what it was supposed to be. We didn't get there wasn't enough there wasn't enough black history pride for me. But I mean, I guess I get it when the world is going to shit, but whatever. Um lastly, I want to uh tie this and what the fuck am I trying to say? Last year, I'm so tired today. That's why this episode is just so shitty. I'm so sorry. But I will try to make next week better. No promises. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, it's a new month. Set new goals to accomplish. Not only do you set new goals to accomplish, but you make plans to execute them. And analyze everything that happened to you in the previous month. February was an okay month for me. It was good. I did a, I kind of... February was okay. This year has been okay. You know what I'm saying? It's gradually going to get better as the year goes on. I know that for sure. But analyze everything that happened to you last month. Analyze the things that you learned. Analyze the the way that you felt. And apply that to the new month. And just grow. Allow yourself to be better. You know, every month you should be like making progress on yourself as a person and in your life. Like you should be elevating. Like I said, every day that I'm on this earth, I'm elevating. My mindset is changing. My, how I feel about certain things is changing. The things that I do are getting better and better. So definitely month to month, I think every first of the month, we should really be analyzing the things that we went through in the previous month and how we feel, how going into the new month and just set those goals and make plans to execute them because we really don't realize it but like when we manifest and like set the goals that we want to achieve they they always happen and we'll be like oh shit i said i wanted this to happen 
manifest, bro. Yeah. One last thing. I want to give a shout out to one of my friends because, you know, I told y'all I love to support everybody that supports me. And this is somebody who really, really does um, support my shit. And I'm going to support him because we've grown. Literally, I grew up with him. Met him in middle school. Free live. Okay. Free my boy. We love you so much. Um, Smooth the villain. I have posted him on my main page, on my podcast page, all that. This is my homie, okay? This is my brother from another. He just dropped a tape on SoundCloud. Um, hopefully, it will soon be on Apple Music and all that shit. But it's on SoundCloud. It's called Scrap Sun, S-K-R-A-P-P, space, Sun, literally, S-O-N. Um, I'm going to put the, the link to his tape in SoundCloud in this week's episode description. But definitely tune into him because he's spitting some facts. He's... I like him and my friends Zaire. I love that they're I love their music because I know them. So knowing them and knowing exactly what they're going through and listening to them really put their pain and their struggles in their music makes it hit for me ten times harder because it's just like I know you and I know that this is real pain and this is real shit. So I definitely feel like that's something that artists nowadays don't do more of it's really putting your your story and your music and making people relate to you and making your shit making some maybe making people feel shit when they listen to you so i also feel like some of the artists that i know that are my friends or that i'm growing up with and that are my age and that i know are better than a lot of these mainstream artists and nobody's going to give them that recognition or give them their flowers until they blow up Nah, I'm going to give y'all y'all shit right now because y'all are really, really dope. And yeah, (sighs) I'm disappointed in myself right now because I feel like that was a really shitty episode. But bitch, I'm tired. I'm not recording this over. I'm not doing it. But you know what? I'm going to put this shit out. If y'all fuck with it, y'all fuck with it. If y'all don't, y'all don't. Not every episode is going to be a fucking Grammy-nominated, I mean, Grammy Award-winning fucking uh, episode. Last episode really um, took the cake for me. I told y'all, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to top that one. I don't know. But, yeah. That was everything that I had to talk about this week. I love y'all. I hope y'all have an amazing month. I hope y'all have an amazing week. Um, I'm going to do... I'm going to record again, maybe on Friday or on Sunday for next week, just so that I can have everything done for when I go on my trip, because I promise you next week I will be completely unavailable. Do not call me. Do not text me. None of that, because I'll be in the A with my 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 besties for the resties and not for the resties. <laughs> I'll be in Atlanta and I will be living my life, getting my work done, doing what I got to do. And I will be completely unavailable to anything in New York. I'm telling you that right now. So I'm going to do everything I got to do before um, I leave next Wednesday. So I'm going to do everything I got to do before then to make sure I don't got to do nothing while I'm out there. I don't want to have to post an episode and I'm going to have to do homework. Nah, that shit is whack. So yeah, love y'all so much. Bye.